Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, legend, my partner in crime, the tank top god, Joshua, Gangsta Time Cole. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What up, Chris? Was good, everybody listening? Hey, hey, hey. Also joining us, it is my producer, it is my little brother, it is Edgelord, Big News Brian. What's up, nerds? Hey, hey, hey. Oh my goodness, we have a packed show today, so, you know, it's not even fucking do banner, dude. We have six series to cover, uh, and uh, so little time to do it. Well, we have enough time, but we'll get through it. Anyway. Let's get into plugs. You could find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Joshua Cole, where can they find you? Uh, um, at JD Cole underscore thirty seven. That's on Instagram and um, at NY Chillin with an E N, not an I N G. And that's on Twitter. Oh yeah, Brian. You can find me at twitch.tv slash its punchline. Uh, damn, I fucked up the order. Anyway, yeah. uh, you can find me at uh, also on my socials at Twitter and Instagram at b.esp on both. Fuck. Okay, yeah, come Fuck. on. Hey, take a deep breath. Fuck. <laughs> take, the script. Hey, take the a script. deep breath. <laughs> you got this, bro. Yeah, you can find my find me on my socials, um, b.esp, Instagram and Twitter. <gasps> Oh, yeah. You can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, follow us on Twitter because we do a really good chapter of the week poll. The poll is done. Uh, it was done yesterday, but we're a little late this week. So, you know, it'd be that way sometimes. But we do have a winner. So check us out. We're gonna and make any predictions. We got a full house today. You, yeah. I mean, here's the yeah, thing. Anything. I can't really. Usually I, I can't. Twitter oh, only, Twitter only yeah, allows me know. to do four. So, you know, if your favorite is not on the poll you can just kind of write it in and i'll include it in as a vote because twitter only allows four and we have six series today so uh two series got left out of the poll unfortunately but um i can't fucking stand twitter (laughs) i don't hate it but you know what like you know if we get far enough on youtube where we can make a community tab their polls are a little more efficient so you know Mm. That's a little hint, hint to subscribe because that will help us out immensely. If we can make a little community tab, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're watching on the on the YouTubes, uh, you can uh, comment what you think about the show, about the manga that we talk about on any of the little highlight uh, videos that we shoot do or the little uh, break uh, or the full episode of the podcast. Uh, while you're at it, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. If you don't like commenting necessarily, if you just want to talk to us directly, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about, and uh, we'll get to you. Uh, we have like three emails worth of questions from Sketchy Mike uh, that we'll have to get to somehow, some way. Uh, but, you know, we'll, we, we have a backlog, but let us know if you guys want. Uh, email us there uh, subscribe to us on iTunes Spotify wherever you listen to podcasts if you prefer uh, audio podcasts because, and if you want to take us on the go uh, that would be a pretty cool thing to do the audio version of the podcast usually goes up first for it is easier to edit so uh, check us out on there uh, and uh, that's it that's it for uh, the plugs and whatnot let's get into this probably inevitably very long show One Piece.
This is One Piece chapter 1057, The End. Um, we get a little bit of a color uh, cover uh, story continuation going on here. Last we left off with the uh, Vince Smoke siblings. They were getting attacked by Katakuri and his brother Oven. And uh, now in this one, we see that Caesar Clown is getting uh, involved in the mix and is releasing a poison gas attack. To who? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but... I would imagine it's probably Katakuri and um, an oven because he's trying to escape that island. Uh, he's not necessarily on great terms for Big Mom. They're not, not that, no. he, not that he knows that they're dead necessarily, but uh, he, he's like stole from her at some point. So he's trying to get the fuck That's why out he there. had to take up the gangster Gastino uh, <laughs> yeah, um, alien. Yeah, that's why he had to go deep undercover. Um, technically, he's gang. He's part of Gang Bage's crew right now. He's trying to get to his crew. Technically, I don't know. Technically, well, Beg is like part of Big Mom's crew at the crew at this point. Well, not anymore because he tried to assassinate her, but he was. Um, hmm. But that's neither here nor there. That's that's the cover page. Let's get into the chapter proper. Um, we start off with uh, Rakugo, and I know what that kind of means because there's a series about Rakugo called Akane Banashi that I've been reading. It's a good series. Whoa. Whoa. Um, it's just like this Sick old... reference, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's basically this um, like performance storytelling uh, that is uh, popular in Japan. It's like single one-man plays, essentially, but where one person plays all the characters and whatnot. Um, and it seems to be telling the story about the raid of Onigashima, necessarily. Uh, it's kind of cool. You know, it goes over what we already know. Uh, meanwhile, in, yes. the, in the woods of uh, Tokage Port in Udon, uh, Momonosuke and Yamato and Kinemon are on their way to track down Luffy and the rest of the Straw Hats. And uh, we learn that apparently Yamato has decided to stay on Wano. So... <laughs> Thanks, Oda. <laughs> prolonging all of us brian you're muted i can't hear you i just want to say i was kind of right mm, a little you can't just I said say that you're right. she wouldn't go <laughs> all right uh, you can't be doing that all the time brian you can't there's no partial but it's credit. true there's no partial there is credit. A, oh, there is about to join no one <laughs> well what have caribou no caribou is some, with someone else we saw that already He's, he's gonna go. He's he's fucking with other people. He's not he's not on those straw hats. Um, not bringing this rhetoric. Anyway, so Yamato is has decided to stay and uh, really just truly follow in Odin's footsteps because Odin didn't necessarily leave Wano immediately. Um, he traveled Wano itself and got to know like the land before he left. So. Yamato's looking to do the same thing. And he's already cleared it with Luffy and, and the Straw Hats. So they're all good on that front. Uh, Momonosuke is pissed because the Straw Hats were just about to leave without saying goodbye. Uh, and, you know, we get a little bit of a montage of all the good times they've kind of had. How Luffy has kind of like uh, mentored uh, Momonosuke in a very tough love fashion. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, it's just Momonosuke reminiscing. Um, and he's like, I can't believe he would just fucking leave me after all we've been through, basically. Uh, and as they leave, um, as they make it out of the forest, they catch up with the Straw Hats, uh, and they tackle him to the ground. Uh, 
and Momonosuke orders Luffy as the Shogun of Wano to don't leave him, uh, to to stay in Wano forever. Uh, and, it, it, you know, he'll just miss them so much and he's done so much for them and he doesn't want to see them go. Um, but Luffy said, is like, hey, actually, we were waiting for you to come by so we can give you something. Uh, Usopp, he calls to Usopp to toss down a flag of some sort. And uh, Momonosuke is like, wait, what is this? And he's like, hey, it's a flag. Fly that shit here because now, uh, it, because it'll show everybody if anybody wants to come and fuck with you guys, then they're picking a fight with us. Uh, Bro, the straw hat type territory ooh, in Wano. Yeah. <laughs> This is it's official. This is indeed the technically first official territory of the Straw Hat Grand Fleet. Uh, well, Just Ross is technically under the Straw Hat's protection too, right? No, because they went to the Reverie. They do an own yeah, thing. They're not. They're not uh, affiliated with the Straw Hat Fleet. And Fishman Island has not is not waving the flag yet because they haven't received one. There's no like official, like Luffy saying, this is my territory oh, now. This so, is your homework, huh? Mm, I just, this is from memory, bro. <laughs> this is from memory. I'm uh, impressed. Yeah. He had to have taken it from big mom before because it was still technically her territory. Um, when they left, especially. So, you know, technically not his territory yet, but Wano is his now, which is pretty fire, pretty fire. Uh, as far as bragging rights go, I mean, he doesn't own it, but he's, no. he's, that's, that's his, those, those his bros. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty cool, especially since like Wano's very happy to have it. Momonosuke is just like, oh my God, thanks. You'd call me one of you. It was a very touching moment, to be honest. Um, I was right. You were what? I was right. You were right. How so? Because Momos couldn't. He's listen. Who's not on the crew? Momonosuke. Your boy Odin, aka Yamato, yeah. right? Yeah. Who has the ability to join the crew and basically got the okay when he's ready? Yamato. Momo. And Yamato. And y yeah, and Yamato. <laughs> details, details. Even Keenan. You guys are Yeah, even Keenan. Yeah. As they sail away, wait. they're like Hey, All guys. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, hey, I mean, yeah, no one's right. Hey, we got to accept. I was. Oh, I was right. Correct. No, you wasn't, bro. No, yeah, you I literally said. Right I literally said Yamato is probably not going to join. No, but you said that Momonosuke would for sure join. I didn't say he would for sure. You join. swore up and down. I did not swear up and down. Yeah, I think you did drop a for sure line, actually. Yeah. I, I think, um, hmm. yeah, Brian. Well, you let you us know. Wrong. If there's anybody who listens to the podcast regularly, you let us know. <laughs> uh, you was Rizong. You were Rizong. <laughs> we got to have, right. I would have like a wrong drop, but I feel like we'd use it a lot because we're long. All of us collectively are wrong a lot. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, the the straw hat sets sail. Luffy calls out and says, "Hey, if you guys want to join uh, join up the crew for sure, uh, just call us and we'll come pick you up." Uh, and but you know, Momonosuke, you got to be stronger. And uh, Momonosuke is like, "Hell yeah!" And I'm like, "Hell yeah!" He's gonna when next time he shows up, he's gonna have oh, his yeah. hybrid form, 
it's gonna be so fire like hybrid like like kaido like the dragon man hybrid it'll be so cool yeah um we cut over to the be a scaly shogun yeah uh we cut over to the ship nami's you know uh guiding everybody to the hakumai port which is the formal port where they can leave uh by you know safe means uh kid starts talking a little shit he's like oh look at you guys going for the safe and secure port like a couple of losers uh law and kid did not take that kindly uh but you know they just keep going um i think they all actually i think they literally changed course luffy takes the wheel and yeah they were changing course (laughs) yeah and they all like just jump off of the falls together um as the rakugo guy continues to tell the story uh, we get a little bit of a little, uh, flashback to um, to Hiori's last exchange with Kurozumi, uh, as uh, Kurozumi we see is like the wrath of the Kurozumi clan will curse this country unto its last generation. But the princess gazed into his fucking eyes and said, uh, "She pushed uh, Dendro aside, got closer, took that fan out with her family crest, and said." Kurozumi was born to burn. In response to that, he was like, yeah. (laughs) I guess the, did she fan the flames? Is that what happened with with spirit? I guess so. But it's also like, you know, this is my, this is my sign. This is my family crest. Now you're dead. uh, After you killed my father, all that stuff. It's just big uh, talking shit. <laughs> Rakugo talking shit. Um, yeah. Really cool moment. Uh, and we get a little shot. Um, Akane Banashi. Akane Banashi. Um, yeah. And we get a little I shot of the other citizens of Wano as they're celebrating. One last shot of the Akazaya 9 with Momonosuke at the center. Uh, and the chapter ends with uh, the curtain actually closing on the Wano arc. And this is the end. This is the official landmark ending of the Wano arc and the end of the chapter proper. Um, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? I didn't think much of it. Hmm. Other than the fact that when I seen that Yamato was not going to join and Momonosuke was also not going to join, I felt empty empty yeah so i knew i wasn't right <laughs> i feel like you're letting you know? this uh this affect you a little much it but there was no when it comes down to it there was no new crewmate added therefore are there no more crewmates to be added no yamato might join later you know i think <laughs> I think he got like a little bit of the Jimbei treatment where, you know, no, come find us later. No. Come on. They supposed... I won't. I can't accept that. Bro, they have like 5,000 crew members. <laughs> and that's what that's what I don't care for. You know, at, I, at any point, I wanted to see a crewmate. Jimbe. But then I thought about it. Like, what? I know. I know. But they, I guess, all right. Even even as I reflect, right? Like, Yamato, what was what was his role? The person with a club? 
You're asking what that, what his actual job would be on the crew? Yeah, like everybody has. Well, the very like last role, one right? should be lookout, maybe the person who sits on the crow's nest and just like chills up there. That's Usopp. Brian, you're still muted. I don't know if you're saying Usopp that. could do that. Usopp that was is supposed same. to be Carrot. Yeah, Carrot is like Carrot filled that role for a little bit. She did fill that role for a little bit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you know. I don't think it's that serious. And, in theory, and like I, don't I, think, I said, I don't think anybody needs to have a physical job on the ship. You know, you could just be a deckhand and help people out. Be the strong person. Yeah, you could. The strong person. <laughs> Yamato, strong person number three. <laughs> yeah, you're the strong person. Exactly. He's, oh, he, yeah, he's he's a strong person with boobs. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Any other thoughts? No, not really. Um, it was a nice little wrap up to this Wano arc. And uh, is he going to be off for another two weeks or something? No, or he's, he's, he's good money. We're back next week with One Piece. Thank God. Oh, no breaks. Wow, no breaks. We're good. Hey, he's had a month. All right, I won't nice. accept another break for a little bit. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, in that case, Brian, what did you think about this chapter? um honestly i don't have much to say about this chapter to be honest um a lot of people i could say what a lot of people are saying about this chapter though what a lot, um, of, people a lot of people don't like the way wano's been like handled towards the end of it it people feel like it was rushed um people feel like they didn't give enough time to like flesh out the ending of this arc um and they also felt pretty weird about Hiori's whole burning Orochi alive thing. Um, felt weird about it? Yeah, also. they feel like um, the lesson, the lesson that, that there was no lesson learned and that um, people are still being prejudiced, uh, are still dealing with prejudice, even though uh, they're just because of the name of their clan. Um. So people feel like the Korizumi just never learned their lesson when it came to uh, handling that kind of situation and kind of just not attacking people just because of the name of their clan, you know? Well, here's the Korizumi are wiped out. Well, here's the thing about I the think, Korizumi. Wasn't he the last? Yeah, the thing about the Korizumi is that they were literally traitors and they killed other royal houses. And that's the reason they had, like, dirt on their name. It you know, in general, I guess it doesn't like justify what what Orochi, I guess, has been through or Contro has been through necessarily. But yeah, their fa their father or like their relative who was a daimyo was a, ostensibly a political assassinator. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's it's funny. I there is like a significance to the burning of Kurozumi. Um, because uh, I looked up, Odin is a dish, right? And uh, Odin is like this like stew type dish. We see Odin actually eating Odin in the very introduction of of his character in the flashback. Odin was born to wow. boil. You know, that's his thing. That's that like that's the uh, double meaning behind his. <laughs> Do you know what uh, black charcoal means? Uh, you know what? Um, well, I gave it away. But Kurozumi oh, means black. Alert. Kurozumi means black charcoal. 
And what does black charcoal do? It burns. That's the sig. That's like the little double on top right here. So burn. Yeah. Odin was Korizumi born. Mean, Korizumi means black charcoal. Black. Black charcoal demon. That's Orochi. Korizumi. Yeah. yeah, Korizumi. I don't. I don't know what is that. What Orochi means? Demon. Is Orochi snake? No, Orochi no. Maru snake. No, I don't think that's what it means. But either way, it's uh, black charcoal, and he was born to bo- uh, burn. And Kurizumi was an asshole. Let's let's not fucking go two ways about it. This guy fed defective smile fruits to the people just for the fun, just for the fun of it. I don't feel bad that for Kurizumi at all. Um, fuck that guy. <laughs> I, I see what's potentially problematic, I guess. And I don't know if the people that I, I don't know if this is what they're trying, like the point they're trying to make. But I do think like there's this suggestion that evil is like inherent or like genetic. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, everyone in their, like, how everyone from their clan is some sneaky, fake bastards. And then, you know, you obviously have this, like, Wano is this, is a king, you know, the shogun, whatever they call their, what is it, kingdom? Oh, Wano. Wano. What? Wano. No, but, but, they have a hierarchy here. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's there's a royal family. So there's, like, one group of people you see that's born to be, you know, evil and another group of people that are born just better than the rest of the citizens because mm-hmm. of their blood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's I, I, that is those are I would admit that those are problematic themes. However, they it was made expressively clear that everyone in their clan did horrible things. Yeah. Still problematic. It is what it is. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Because there's, even there's if like a, even if you were looking at Kurizumi as like this kind of like cyclical thing, Kurizumi didn't like just go after the Kozuki clan. He seized control of Wano and allowed Kaido to come in just because he was like a power hungry guy. So his was not just a story of like retribution for the prejudices that his people his like family has endured. It's that, and he took a lot of liberties with you know abusing the people of Wano, starving them, uh, and giving them defective smile fruits so they can never feel anything again, really. Or be allowed to express it. It it, it begs the question, though. If these are a group of people that can't help but be evil, right? Then how, you know, it's not really their fault, right? Well, I mean, that's assuming that, like, that's, like, it's not there. It's like generally not. Th- I don't think that's the case. I don't think like. I think, well, Hiyori well, condemned the clan. That's what they're saying. I think. I okay. think that's what they're saying. Yeah. You know, like, which again, like, I, it's again, I don't fully. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't think it's that serious personally. Because again, like, first of all, it's, a, it's, it's just like a story. Mm-hmm where these guys have been clearly made out to be evil. And I think it, I think it is implied that everyone in the clan like is like inherently bad. Yeah. Well, I guess like, like they all did it to themselves. Like they all led to to their own demise, which is like, you know, kind of, I'm trying to, how do I put this into thought? I'm trying to put it in, in a way that kind of, I'm not trying to like, 
make it seem less problematic. I'm just saying why personally I'm not like taken aback by it because I think it was executed in, in such a way. Like you could come to the conclusion that, you know, if everyone in the clan that had the opportunity to change things, you know, was evil, like they undid them. They, the undoing was to themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's not, and it was really out of everybody else's hands because their evil intentions are going to lead to their own destruction. Well, rather it's... being there continuously punished for something that's just within their nature. It's like a, it's a different dynamic. Yeah. Cause that's what, that's the problematic thing. You, you know, it's, it's probably not, I believe it's problematic to punish people for something that's within their nature. You know, like I think we should do other things, like this should be something we should, we do to address it, you know. Yeah, and I'm remembering to the flashback where Kurizumi uh, Orochi was like working for Odin's family, and they didn't really particularly mm-hmm. treat him bad. No, you could you could you know what you could argue that they did try. That was them trying to reform and say, you know, we're not going to just like treat you like shit because you was part of this clan before they gave him a chance and he again and it's like he the cyclical nature is him doing himself even when he tried to be saved they gave him all the love and yeah he was like an errand boy for the royal family but i mean shit he he made good money he had he you know he had uh like influence influence you know what i'm saying he had like a level of respect when he went outside it was held in a higher regard. Yeah. Simply, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's not, it's not like this clearly. No, yeah, issue. definitely not. And, and, you know, Orochi was actually like kind of a dutiful uh, errand boy for the most part. You know, he, he like worked for Yasui. That was like his boss. And Yasui didn't necessarily treat him bad. He His mind was also corrupted by a generation before him. You know, there was that old lady with the clone clone fruit. Mm. Um and she was like mm-hmm. coaxing him into this path, and you know he just kind of got wrapped up in that. At, at a certain point, Orochi loses his victimhood when he gets to a position of power and does nothing with it, and actually does worse. You know, because he just like reflected all that anger onto the rest of the people in Wano. That right. You know, like the thing, the atrocities he's committed outweighs just like the amount of shit that he's like been through. I feel. Like, he's really, like, he killed Yasui. Uh, he fucking, he starved and polluted the land. He willingly let a... He facilitated an, all of that. Yeah, he willingly let an emperor of this, yeah. uh, like, an emperor of the sea come in and just basically have a hostile takeover of their country. Um, he withdrew food. He was a terrible leader. He, yeah, he didn't do anything for anybody. So... I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Whether uh, whether uh, this changes like the outlook of I guess shaming clans or whatever is yet to be seen because we don't know how Momonosuke is going to govern going forward. You know, because he's he just got to the seat, so maybe things will change. Um, What's clear is that they're empathetic. This is. Sorry, I don't know if you did. You want to extend your point? My bad. I, no, I no, really wanted uh, to. You could go for it. Because I f- I feel like that's kind of something that ties this all together like this is it's apparent that like under wano's leadership people were good you know there weren't necessarily like i don't remember seeing poor people or homeless people and nothing like that you know so like these this is like 
empathetic and sympathetic leadership where everyone, you know, is has the needs, you know, has has the resources to survive. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So I, I think if you and, and you could see that being the case with, you know, with other previous islands and kingdoms like in, in One Piece Lords, usually they're overthrowing like this, this horrible dictator, you know, so things can go back to the status quo, which was this focus on, you know, oh, I don't I want I want to say focus, but I just feel like people were taken care of, even mm -hmm. though like they, they had this hierarchy and structure of like kingdoms and stuff. Like you could see how certain areas people were treated well, and how like other kingdoms under the like, you know, influence of the celestial dragons, etc. Their direct influence, you know, people get treated like slaves and mm -hmm. or you know less than. Anyways, I think this uh, everything I'm saying is not about like again. It's not about saying that. The, that particular theme that I brought up, which I don't even know if that's what the people are saying specifically with with people with punishing inherently evil people, but I, I think I think Oda's done the groundwork in the series to show that he's not like he doesn't lack humanity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He he prioritizes humanity, he cares for it, yeah. and it shows in his work. Yeah, and that's and, everything I have to say about that topic. Yeah, my my point, my last point is also like. I, I think it's an interesting point to talk about. Uh, my my final point, I guess, is that we've only ever really also seen that with the Kuro zooming. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's not like left and right. The, the Kozuki clan in particular has been necessarily um, prejudiced in any way towards its own citizens. Um, Wano's not perfect, obviously. It's an isolationist country and... You know, it might have its reasons, obviously, as we see. Like, it's a very barricaded in country, and it does house the Pluton. So, it has its reasons, maybe, in terms of that point. But, I don't know. I I feel like people are kind of, like, looking for things. I will say, though, uh, I to be intellectually consistent, we kind of get on My Hero Academia for feeling rushed at times. Um, and I can definitely see that with One Piece uh, as well. I feel like when I was reading this chapter, I felt kind of like, a lot of end of arc moments have a lot more emotional resonance. And for as much as uh, Wano or as big a part of this series as Wano was, I, uh, I didn't necessarily feel the same resonance uh, as say uh, any Slobby water seven or um, Alabasta uh, or even dress Rosa. Even I think we had like a little bit of kind of uh, an, uh, more of an emotional catharsis. Uh, it's been kind of business as usual <laughs> ever since um, the battle on Onigashima ended, uh, which, you know, I guess it's, I kind of give it a little more of a caveat because this chapter is 1,057 chapters long. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I get that there's like kind of an instinct in Oda probably that like, I'm trying to cut the fat out as much as I can and, you know, kind of give you the cliff notes version of all these emotional beats that are supposed to happen. Um, but yeah, I, I do see that as like a, yeah, certain parts of one piece do feel kind of rushed. Um, the biggest one being uh, Yamato's decision to stay. Uh, I feel like that could have been expounded on a little bit more, but um, it, it, it be that way, I guess with one piece. Um, I, I guess I'm being a little lenient 
because of the overall length of the series and you know we we've got the end to get to we got like probably another island or two before we reach raftal um so and a lot to establish so we we're probably gonna have to look to the anime for yeah i mean if we want to have the definitive version to watch wano yeah I, I think i kind of agree with that i think like and you know it it, it doesn't hurt that one piece is anime although you know, it is for log- logistical reasons, also stretching out certain moments. It's If you want those moments, it'll probably be more expounded upon in the anime. Um, like Brian said, I agree with that. It does help that One Piece's animation has never looked better these days. So, you know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to point that out because I know we get on My Hero a lot about it. I am I am consistent. <laughs> I am, I see it. I, I, see I, it. I guess the pacing's been a little a kind of rapid since uh, we've been introduced to Gear Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this I, is something. You know. This is something I've seen on uh, Totally Not Mark. It's something that he's like really brought up in terms of One Piece's art and the page layouts, uh-huh. where a lot of pages are very cluttered and they have like a billion panels sometimes, and um. And it's just like Oda trying to get as much information in one chapter as he can, which is not necessarily yeah. enjoyable. Uh, you know, it's not as enjoyable as earlier work where, you know, earlier in One Piece, you really let moments sit. And it is the reason that this series is as long as it is, is that like he's yeah, he's taking his time with a lot of this series. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess like this is my one bias thing, maybe, but I... I try to cut Oda slight slack on it. That being said, I see it. <laughs> I do I see just it. Hope, I just hope this isn't the start of a new trend for him, you know? It, it might be. It may not be. I mean, now that we left Wano, you know, now maybe he'll, we'll have like these shorter stories. I don't think we'll have another hundred and a half like arc until we reach Raftel at least, probably. So, mm-hmm. um, who only knows um one other thing i wanted to bring up is that like this is the end of wano and uh i guess since the only thing i really wanted to say is that in significance to our show is um when we picked up when we started doing the show our very first episode was like middle of act one in wano so our entire the entire length of the podcast we've only ever talked about wano so uh it'll be are you serious no yeah. way we was talking about whole cake island nope yes we was no we weren't man that was two oh, years no ago no way two years ago is when we started this show like two and a half years ago we started this show wano was still happening we were in the middle of act one what one of my favorite moments is when we covered when luffy it was we were re- we were covering wano before what? luffy lost for the first time we did not cover whole cake. We were in the middle of Wano. And I'm I'm willing I'm pretty sure that's true. <laughs> um The I'm, big news Brian drop came prior to Wano. No, because Wano because had of the intermediary. Yeah, because Wano had intermediary chapters when we were Yeah, you don't remember the there was a little mid. We saw Morgans in Wano. Morgans. Oh, well, it was like a flashback of nope. like what happened. It's just like what's going on in the world, you know. 
I'm going all the way back to see what chapter exactly we started uh, covering the show. I'm 99% sure we were in the middle of Wano still. No way. Yep. We were like, it was before Luffy lost to Kaido the first time, even. Um, okay, that was the first episode. Doesn't necessarily tell us. <laughs> I just caught one of the titles, Computer Nuda. That was a great title. No <laughs> wise. Um, yeah, we were, we went back to, uh, 2020, we, uh, 2019. I was definitely like Wano, right? Do, 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 uh, Damn. Okay. Um, one piece, 942. Yeah, we were deep in Wano. That was our sixth episode. In, in our sixth episode, we were in um, pay, chapter 942. Wano starts in chapter 910. Wow. I thought we were covering big. I thought we was at Whole Cake Island when we yep. started. Wow. So, you know, starting next week will be the first time New Jump City talks about One Piece outside of Wano. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm really excited about it. You know, it's good to, it's good to uh, start off with a new journey. I'm, I'm here for it. But uh, that's the last thing I really wanted to say. I just think that was a pretty neat thing. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Nice call out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys have any final thoughts? Goodbye, Wano. Goodbye, Wano. I'm sure we'll be back. Yeah. Maybe. 13 pages. That was 13 pages? No. What do you mean? When? Why'd you say 13 pages? <laughs> You'll see. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of which, I guess, um, then let's uh, let's move onward. My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia, Chapter 363, Those Who Defend, Those Who Violate. Um, last we left off, um, Bakugo got yeeted. Uh, he, We're getting destroyed out there! He, he got pretty destroyed. It's not good. Uh, and... Uh, Best Genius confirms it. He says, no pulse. His heart is ravaged. He's dead, guys. I swear to God, he's dead. I swear. Um, and, uh, yeah, even Shigaraki is like, he's dead for sure. There's no way he didn't this die. This time? <laughs> this time, he's truly dead. Truly dead. Truly. Um, and, uh, you know. The big three, Netra is on the ground. She got tagged pretty bad in uh, in the attack. Uh, Sun Eater's trying to get his shit together. Uh, Mirio is, I guess, seems to be the one to be able to make the most progress towards him. Um, Mirko is just, like, trying to, like, bite and scratch her way out of the weird finger fungi trap that uh, Shigaraki has her in. Um, and she's just thinking, is like, I, if only I could have murdered you. If only I could have been a hop faster. Um, and, uh, Shigaraki's just like, ah, don't worry about it. You weren't the only fuck up on that day, you know, talking wild shit. Uh, and we cut back over to, uh, Todoroki and Ida who are witnessing as, uh, fucking Toya comes back from, uh, from, from the Jaws of Defeat, uh, apparently brandishing the red phosphorus type move that, uh, that, uh, Shoto did to defeat him. Uh, he's, and an extended neck. Yeah, and he's got a long neck. Um, he's he's like, oh no! And uh, Todoroki's, I guess, giving him his flowers in his head. He's thinking like, 
he didn't just copy it because he's he's talented. He worked really hard to be able to know his quirk enough to be able to do something like that. Um, and uh, we see that uh, Toya shoots shouts out to Skeptic. Uh, Skeptic basically tells him where Endeavor is because he already knows. Uh, Skeptic Skeptic starts snapping, I guess, on his past. And uh, his past was like he worked for a company and, you know, it was because like the company was moving overseas because they couldn't maintain themselves in Japan, I guess. So, you know, they fired him. They laid him off, basically. And, um, you know, he's he he was really upset about that. It looks like I don't know. That's that's what I grabbed from it. Um, but he's different because uh, he can adapt and he can keep operations going uh, mm -hmm. unlike them. And uh, it looks like he's hacking into the um, the mainframe, the mainframe, the UA mainframe. And uh, I guess like, you know, tapping into those safety transportation things that uh, UA built to keep civilians out of harm's way and transport them to this basically underground city where uh, they'll be safer. Um, Todoroki's mom's down there. I just noticed that. Um but yeah, uh, we see the kids from way back in the uh, hero license exam. Um, those are the kids that like um, they had to work with in order to get a hero license. Todoroki. Uh, wow, Bakugo. you remember that? Yes, but also I'm actually wow. I'm actually Whoa, up to that guys. arc. <laughs> I'm actually up to that uh, arc in my read through or close to it. But I do remember no, that these would kids. have been absolutely in fucking credible. Well, I did remember that would them. have been beyond like deep. Well, look, I'm being honest here. I mean, I'm I'm somewhat close to that arc, but I do remember these kids' designs, so that's why I remember it the way I did. Um, I remember this one kid, that kid that's like Bakugo and company as well, because he was like a shithead to Bakugo. Um, he was mm -hmm. like a funny little kid. Um, oh, my cat almost killed me. <laughs> they be doing that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> as a new cat oh. owner myself, I understand. Um, all right. And we get a glimpse of the, uh, the League of Villains spies that are also chilling in the UA safety zone. Um, and we cut back to the Gunga Mountain Villa ruins, uh, where all for one is like, my side was entirely on defense last time. This time, mm, not so much. <laughs> uh, and, uh, he says heroes are the ones who are those who defend while villains violate Behold, as we plunge towards our dreams, as we see what I thought was like the disintegrating husk of All for One actually turning into hunky All for One. Uh, he's coming back to his regular form. He's no longer Lima Bean from Jimmy Neutron. He has gained his hair back. Unfortunate. Yeah, it's not great. And that's where the chapter ends on the two page spread of a face reveal of All for One. Actually, it's kind of a big deal. Um, he's regenerating. Yeah, that's he's, for sure. He is for sure regenerating. And that's where the chapter ends. Um, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? <laughs> I want to know what Brian thinks. Can we do him first? <laughs> that was a really um, good evil villain laugh you gave. <laughs> okay. So, with this chapter, this chapter actually gave me a little bit more to work with, if that makes any sense. It's still kind of confusing. Uh, I'm not going to say it was like an amazing chapter or anything, but, you know, it did 
it did set some things up. Um, I am a little bummed out that the whole Dobby thing happened off screen, but that's fine. I can forgive that. Um, they did hint a little bit that Genus is probably going to be involved with bringing Bakugo back. Because at the end of that, the... bro. You he didn't see the he little panel of Genus like activating his quirk? No, I didn't see that. Let me see. There's a little panel of Genus activating his quirk and stretching his arms out towards Bakugo. Oh, so, I do see that. So that's a time, or... It looks like he's going to do probably what we thought he would do. You thought he would do. You could take credit for that one. So I'm hoping that's what ends up happening. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, so that's that's the main thing that I'm worried about. So if Bakugo does come back in that way, then you know, Horikoshi ha is back in my good graces. You know, he fig he's figuring out creative ways to get himself out of this. Um, but this chapter does just make me feel like Bakugo is not gonna die. This chapter definitely just, I look at it and it says, okay, they're setting up Bakugo to come back in a fucking fantastic, spectacular way or something, which would be sick. You know, Bakugo needs that moment, especially after this. Um, he also needs his heart <laughs> to live. That's important. Unless, again, his awakening, you know, nullifies that or makes it unnecessary. Or, or best genius continue. Or best genius makes um, him a new heart out of denim. Well, right, no, he's not going to make a new heart. It, like, so the, the theory is the that, that genius um, will repair his heart using the muscle fibers that are within the heart because he's he controls all fiber. So theoretically, the fiber if, man. Yeah, if he does control all fiber, so, yeah, then that means he could do that. So there, there, there is a chance that that's what it is. And who's to say that heroes don't have awakening? Like, big, big time heroes that have been around for a while don't have awakenings either. You know, man. Maybe that's what saves them. If Best Genius gets his awakening before Bakugo, I that know. makes more sense, doesn't it? I guess, but you know, not dude's in that been around sense. for way longer. <laughs> yeah, but not in a dramatic sense. I mean, like, come on, this is Bakugo we're talking about. It's like if, it's like if uh, Fat Gum got his awakening before Midoriya did. Again, you're still uh, you're still preaching the. I still think that you know pro heroes would be more should be more likely to get their awakening. All right, Brian. Uh, I mean, that's just me. Anyway. Can I um can I briefly change the topic? Mm hmm. Yep. Does anybody know who Onima is? No. Onima. He is the character that that, that um. Shoto's brother, Dabi. Oh, got <laughs> his name. Yeah, one of the was, fire, um, one of the fire heroes that that yes. just got killed. So while you guys were having your conversation, I went to uh, myheroacademia.fandom.com on this tablet, right? And I just wanted to see, perhaps, you know, it's a long series. No, Reading it for a few years, we're bound to forget a few things. Oh, Nima you know, has shown up before. He has shown up. Well, you know, not in any significant way. He, um, after the capture of Stain, Kido and Onima were responsible for guarding the Nomu. 
after it was defeated and until they are you know arrested it and put it in custody so he was standing over there for that and um he was also there when in, oh, this was a big one okay guys he was also there in the same room as endeavor when he screened for shoto which was hilarious that was one of the, my the best moments of my hero academia unironically mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he's like shoto because he didn't join the agency <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, he was in the room, and he expressed concern to another agency person that he's worried about Endeavor's mental health. So thank you, My Hero Academia fandom. Um, you've you've um, educated me and informed me to the importance of Onima. Yo, I don't get you, bro. I don't get you. <laughs> Okay. I don't understand you. You want to know why I don't understand you, Josh? <laughs> you want to know why? Because, all right, so I bet you, I bet you $500 fucking dollars that if they gave a whole chapter to Onima, you would have been like, who the fuck is this dude, bro? Why are they focusing on this guy so hard? You would have, you, I, I could see, there's nothing Horikoshi could have done here except for not have Onima exist in this yes! series. If Hold Onima on. was not a, cha- a character, this would not have happened it's either he gets focus he doesn't get focus or he doesn't exist those are the only three options hold on hold on josh to be fair i think it's i think you're over stating the importance (laughs) of the death of onima i think i think i think onima we know his his quirk we don't know his quirk officially however it is we can assume that it has something to do with being heat resistant. Hold on. I think the reason that Onima even died is because it doesn't hurt the story in any way that he does. He's He was fodder to show that, Toto, that Shoto's back. All right. He's not supposed to be this guy we were supposed to mourn. <laughs> <laughs> He's not supposed to be this guy we're like, no, Onima. I should have been the tail guy. Sorry. <laughs> That's your favorite guy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, we're not. Or one, of the, or one of the teachers, the pro, one of the pros Theoretically, we know we're actually not supposed to care as much as Burnin does about Onima. Burnin cares about Onima because within the... He didn't sto- scream for him. Shoto did. Well, because he knows him. <laughs> He's defending this bullshit. That's I like, am defending... What bullshit, no bro? Bullshit. <laughs> like, he you're didn't so mad even get a he didn't even get a chapter. I don't know why you're banned. Why do you want a, an Onima chapter? You would have hated that chapter. I want I'm pretending like someone... you wouldn't have hated that chapter. <laughs> it, it it was nothing lost, nothing nothing gained, nothing lost. No, Gosh, yeah, you got mad point. when one panel of a pompadour fucking marketing t- student showed up in My Hero. You want a known <laughs> like a, a barely mentioned fucking character to fucking well, have a chapter. That's the I point. Did. Did. Oni- Onima died because it doesn't matter. He he was just suppo- it was just a thing to show that hey, Sh- Todoroki's back. Uh, Sh- Toya's back, and he's like got his red phosphorus, and it's very powerful. So let me get rid of this fodder it looked, character. It looked cool. Let me get rid of this fodder character to demonstrate why how strong. Man, it is. Why my why my nigga um Onima had to had to take that out like that, man. Because it wouldn't have. Who do you want it to take the L? Ida? And now I'm actually kind of attached. <laughs> Dude, you've attached yourself through this argument. 
It's bad either way. It's bad either way. Is it? We don't give a what do you want? You want next chapter for Onima to fucking come back and defeat defeat Dobby? He better assist. He better be like, I was okay, because that is my quirk to get burned up and you know, only mostly bothered by it. I I did not pay a single mind to Onima. I I did I just like I glanced over it. All right, fact or fiction for both of y'all. Shono is in your top three favorite characters for this series. Fact <laughs> or fiction? I wouldn't say it's fact. Oh my god, you're gonna top three. All right, I say Shoto is is top. I, three. It is Brian. It is. He's one of your favorites. I, you can't even lie to us. <laughs> Why are you mad? You, Chris, what, 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 I'm, I'm not even me? trying. What are you talking about? Why am I getting attacked? Don't make it like there was a, a debate of thought, uh, a contentious. You know, Shoto is. We're getting he's, lost he's on your very cool. sarcasm again. No, no. Listen, listen, listen. That's let me not get lost there. The point is, yeah, I care about Shoto, and he really cared about Onima. This is true. There's a disconnect there. Uh huh. That's it, bro. It could have. It should have been someone we cared about. Oh, it should have. It should have been something. Oh, Ida should have died. Should have died there. Should have been worse. Ida should have died. You heard it here first. It should have been Ida. Brandon would have been worse. <laughs> but Brandon should have died. Burning? You want Burning to die? You just don't that like Burning. I don't got a problem with Burning. You just don't like no, that Burning has lines. No, that's the point. That li- Burning has lines in this. Ah uh, man, I don't even. I don't even hate it that much, bro. I don't even hate. Listen, I mean, yeah, I guess yeah. you're not wrong. I mean, Burning would have been a harder hit. Yeah, but th- it's not supposed to be a hard hit. All right, it's not. I think it would have been more effective if it was a harder hit. I guess. I mean, I, I didn't think, think about it. I think there was opportunity. I think you're so ready for this series to end. And you don't want any more <laughs> complexity or emotional what depth. What are you talking about? In this... <laughs> I'm dragging it. This is two panels, basically. Man. Title of the episode, R.P. Onima. Yeah. We're going to miss you, bro. He's one of the great ones, too. God damn, these headphones don't I'm not saying he's up there with Aruka-sensei and Yasui, but he's, he's somewhere. No, he's not anywhere near Aruka-sensei. He's... Doesn't have he barely has like three speaking lines in the whole series. You picked the weirdest thing yeah, to a get weird mad fight. at in my hero. <laughs> <laughs> you could battle. have picked anything, and we probably could agree with you, but you went for the hardest thing to That's get the us to thing, agree with Josh. You. <laughs> There's actually things to be mad about in this chapter. <laughs> <laughs> like we're we're here, we're you like Bakugo's dying, bro. They rushing everything. Josh is like, fucking Onima, bro. <laughs> Why they give a shit about Onima for? Because <laughs> he screamed for his like that should annoy me. Because that makes sense. <laughs> Man. Do you have any other he, thoughts on this? They're never gonna mention Onima again. No, they won't. They will never mention Onima again. For those, all right, if you're listening on the podcast only, on the voice only, I'm sorry, guys. But if you go to YouTube, you'll see that I'm showing this panel. Look at the <laughs> fucking font. Look at it. Look at the emphasis. Look at the urgency. I don't understand. Oh, you, want, you want him to just not give a fuck about... Oh, Onima uh, died. Pro hero. Hmm. 
He should have just been like, like, oh no, that sucks. This guy worked for his dad. He's seen him a bunch probably in his childhood. He's going to scream for Onima while simultaneously in his head giving his his zombie brother his flowers. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> I, I think a capital W. I think you're thinking a little too much about it. <laughs> it's really stuck in your craw. I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> well, do you I'm have any other it. thoughts in the chapter? No, that was my, that was, that was how this all started. I was really kind of just cracking a joke about this. Cause I didn't have much thoughts about the chapter, really. Oh. I was kind of disappointed that Bakugo didn't come back to life already, but yeah. I'll wait. I mean, some would say he didn't have to die in the first place. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say that too. I, uh, you know, I'd say this is unnecessary drama here. Yeah, I'm also kind know. of. Villains are meant to violate. Huh? Violators are meant to violate. Yeah. Villains are meant to violate. Oh, villains are meant to violate. And he and he violated young Bakugo. He did violate young Bakugo. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not wild about this chapter either. Uh, Toya coming back is kind of like, all right, I guess. Uh, they kind of teased that he would. I just didn't think they would. Yeah, he would go about it in this fashion. No, that's fair. And I know that, like you know, his, his embers weren't necessarily out when uh, when Todoroki finished him. But I guess like he's gonna go over to Endeavor now, and that's the point of this. And I'm like, why didn't? You... Yeah, I don't know. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just like uh, not particularly excited about it because I feel like the battle ended fine with Shoto doing this thing and, and finishing him already. Um, I don't know. It's a statue. That was pretty crazy. It was pretty cool. There's a lot of visuals, cool visuals in that fight, to be honest. Um, yeah, I don't know where it goes from here. And, uh, I guess like, uh, the, the nature of like the whole Todoroki family drama has kind of like not been resolved as, as great as it could have been. Uh, and, him just going after Endeavor doesn't necessarily fix that problem because it's just going to, he's probably going to end up killing Endeavor or Endeavor is going to like defeat him and be like, I'll watch out after you from now on. I'll be a good dad. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but whatever it is, it's going to be kind of weird, especially since like the other members of the family are just kind of in the sideline and they always have been. Yeah, speaking of, don't forget the prediction I made that his mom's going to pull up. Well, she's and, underground and... right now. She's in the UA. She shows up. For now. She fucking shows up. She'll probably, they'll probably find a way to show. Make she needs show. to freeze him. That's how, no, that's the right. only way. You might be right about that. It makes sense. I feel like, you know, those spies or whatever are going to, something's going to happen down there that's going to result in in their mom going... It has if to. she shows the up there, I'm going to be so... It, I mean, it, it has to, because, like, they can't resolve this without the entire family there. It's It doesn't make sense for just Shoto and... Yeah, but if she just randomly shows up on the battlefield, was she even a hero? No. She was just a lady. All right. She was just a nice lady. But she has a powerful ice quirk. Yes. No, she doesn't have a powerful ice quirk. Yeah, she does. 
But she has a she just has an ice quirk, not a powerful ice quirk. That's true. Where's your optimism, like, bro? Her fucking power is probably making ice cubes for fucking Endeavor's drinks. Well, you know, she Why was... would he marry someone like that? <laughs> you know, you know Endeavor don't give it up that way. No, Endeavor Endeavor picked somebody. He found himself an ice queen, bro. Well, she's not a hero, so it could be possible that her powers have that potential and she just doesn't use it for that because she she wasn't a hero. She was just a civilian. So it could be possible that she is an ice queen, but also does not and has not trained her powers to be that level. Uh, because the whole point of that is like it's an arranged marriage. So Endeavor strictly only wanted someone with an ice quirk so that he could have like this uh, conjoined quirk person as their child. Do one. Um, so, yeah. I don't see it ending any other way as well. I, I don't see it without the mom being there to, like, freeze him somehow, somewhere. The real question is, how many babies would he have had before quitting? Man, as many as it takes, it looked like. Todoroki, Shoto is, like, his fourth kid. Fourth and last. Yeah. Because he finally got the combination he needed. Yeah, because it's always been, like, skewed one way or another, like... One of the kids would have too much fire. That was Toya. Somebody would have like ice. And I think that was the sister who got more of the ice work. Yeah. I think the the uh, the older brother also had like kind of a more dominant fire quirk. But I'm not sure because he never uses it if he has a quirk. Um, mm. But yeah. Anyway. That was my hero. <laughs> I, yeah, it was. Yeah, this that is a buffer chapter. We'll have to see. I mean, we'll have to see. I don't want to like pass too hard a judgment, I guess, because that's genius. Because you know, I the other chapters of my hero up to this point have been pretty solid, uh, for the most part. Bakugo's death really threw a wrench in the operation. <laughs> yeah, right when I was, you know what's funny? The week before that chapter came out, I was like, "Yo, he's really hitting his stride. He's doing great. Yeah, Brian Keep was, it up, buddy." Brian was doing victory laps around me and Josh for like three weeks because we were like, "This was a good chapter." Um, unfortunately, I mean, we'll see. Maybe Horikoshi will make it after. Horikoshi's a good writer. You know, I have faith in him. I, I I have faith in him. <laughs> but um, are we uh, ready to move onward then in that case? No more yes. rebuttals, no more thoughts? Definitely. All right. That was My Hero Academia. Uh, let's move onward. Chainsaw Man. This is Chainsaw Man Chapter 102, Save the Cat. Um, last we left off, uh, Asa and her friend Yuko uh, were, you know, getting getting closer together you know hanging out asa was actually like happy to have a friend um the war devil within her is constantly trying to convince her to use yuko as a weapon um because you know yuko's ability uh, not yuko asa's ability as the uh war devil is that she can make a weapon out of anybody but the more she likes the thing she's making a weapon out of the stronger it is um and, uh, you know, they're just going casually devil hunting, chilling, you know, like teenagers do in this world, I guess. Um, and they come across the bat devil who now chases them because they are way over their heads there. Um, and it's chasing them. Uh, it basically causes them to crash. Like it, it just like so, does like a bunch of damage and debris 
onto a building that they're on. And uh, it causes uh, Yuko to be passed out cold and also get this, like, uh, I bet I guess a part of uh, uh, the railing, the safety railing on the side of this um, balcony to be lodged within her leg. Um, meanwhile, this just random bystander is getting eaten by the fucking bat devil. Um, no one cares about her. No though. one cares. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, she should be all right. She's gone. She's dead. It is what it is. What are you going to do? Well, am I going to pry her out of the bat devil's hands? No way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so as uh, Asa is just like observing Yuko at the moment, who's like injured and out cold, uh, the war devil just is like, kill Yuko and turn her into a weapon. It'll increase our chances of survival. Um, and <laughs> Immediately. Yeah, no hesitation. Uh, it didn't hesitate, Asa. Yeah, Asa is just, like, kind of petrified where she is, and um, War Devil is just like, don't worry, you are me, so I know. You aren't sorry for killing Bucky. You're sorry that you, you are. Were. Yeah, you're sorry that you were seen killing Bucky. Um, and he says, luckily for us this time, no one's around, so just do it. No one can see you, no one's going to shame you for it. Uh, so let's go. On the night you died, didn't you make up your mind that you're going to live more selfishly? Well, you got to kill her if you want to live, if you want to do that. Um, He's pulling out all the stops, you know, <laughs> all the mental warfare. <laughs> yeah, such emotional manipulation. <laughs> all of it, man. Um, and Asa's just having a panic attack, understandably so. <laughs> she is not in good straits right now. Um, and uh, at the end of the day, she just decides to pick up Yuko and run away. The hell devil just yelling after her, you damn fool. Um, so you're, she's running as fast as she can. And um, that's when she just trips over a loose tile. And uh, we get a little flashback, actually. She remembers that, like, I always trip and fall at the most critical moment. Um, and you see, like, throughout her life, her falling in just these critical moments in her life. Um, it's kind of sad. And we get to a point where she's running away from a giant weird devil um way back in the day and uh as she's, oh, man. as she's running she just sees a cat who has like a bloody leg she, like an injured cat so you know she runs over to pick it up uh her mom who she's running with sees her and uh as asa goes to pick up the cat she stumbles um asa's mom returns lifts her daughter up and pushes her out of the way just as this car is just slamming into her and um, that's how Asa's mom died. And uh, now Asa was left alone amongst the fucking debris uh, with this lone cat. And, um, you know, there's this moment where, like, this old lady pulls up and is like, are you all right? Oh, it must have been awful. Oh, my, it's a kitty cat. You managed to save the cat? How wonderful. Um, and Asa just, like, starts weeping, you know, she as she seems to come to... Um, we then cut to, you know, recently where Yuko offered to give Asa her shoes because her shoes were messed up by some shitty kids who bought raw meat and put them on their shoes. Uh, high school ki- Fictional high school students are the worst. Um, so, yeah, she's basically like, I don't need this. I don't, I'd rather be bullied than pitied. Thanks. Um, and us and Yuko just tells her like, mm, I don't really care how you feel. If my action turns out to be a mistake, if my heart was in the right place, that's all that matters to me. 
And uh, Asa agrees, you know, and as we cut to the present and she's like doing some introspective in- introspection, she's thinking about um, like how she wants to live by that as well, you know, because even back then, yeah, her mom died and it was kind of her fault. But at the same time, she was trying to do her best and she was trying to do a good thing. And it was the same yeah. thing with Bucky. You know, she 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 her heart was in the right place there, but she just like fell in the wrong time. So. She just says, I'm going to save her no matter what, uh, as the bat devil gets real close and then chomps her up and uh, and seemingly eats Asa whole. And then it motherfucking happens. Uh, another devil crashes through the building, uh, causing the bat devil to spit out both Asa and Yuka, Yuko. And uh, hell yeah, it's you see yes. Denji. In the motherfucking corner there, slamming this big giant devil into the bat devil. Very fucking cool. Uh, one of these. Uh, <laughs> and Brian was right. Yeah, Brian was right. He wants us to say it here. Even though we were all kind of like, we agree with you, Brian. No. We were all like, That's yeah. I, I guess I didn't agree. Technically, I said, but it's probably going to be a few more chapters. Wow. Like, we're going to get a little, you know, prologue. I know I said it could be next chapter as well. Like, I agreed with Brian. Just wanted you to know. So, technically, I also am right. Um, is he fighting against some in Skull? <laughs> no, this is the this is the cockroach devil. Um, Ew! <laughs> Ew! What, what, what about him is cockroachy? I don't... Uh, I don't the what, antennae? The, cockroach? the antennae, I guess? I don't know, man. The multiple legs and the multiple arms. Oh, they call it the yeah. Roach Devil later. But anyway, we get a big, super cool, patented Chainsaw Man gory fight scene. Uh, very edge, very cool. Chainsaw, blood, guts everywhere. Very, very. Oh, this is awesome, guys. It is. It is legitimately badass. It's so cool to see this again. Uh, these like pages that could be like metal album covers are just like. They're just going at it. They're fighting. Chainsaw Man like manages to cut off one of the cockroach devil's arms. It flies back. It's like, Chainsaw Man, why side with humans when you're a devil? So you want to be a superhero now, eh? He picks up a human, like just some boy, and he picks up this car full of old people. Um, <laughs> and he says, you want to be a hero? Then how about this? One show with a bright future or five old geezers and grannies in this car. Which will you save, Chainsaw Man, the superhero? And he drops both of them. Uh, Chainsaw Man chooses neither and just straight up kills the de- the cockroach devil. in uh, this big dramatic two-page spread looks really cool once again. Um, and uh, both the car full of grannies and geezers and uh, the young student with the bright future both die uh but we do see that a cat is just barely hanging on for dear life it's like falling off of the roof and uh right on time chainsaw man rescues the cat and he says there was a cat too dude and uh the chapter ends with a news report saying in another act of heroism chainsaw man saves the cat from the cockroach devil and the cat just goes, oh, Meow! yeah, it's there. <laughs> which honestly, vibes, 
<laughs> Pretty sure. You gotta say I probably would have chose a human being over a cat, but I mean, I, I, underst- I understand. <laughs> I love cats dearly. Yeah. Almost as much as I love humans. Yeah. You know, almost. So fucking close. I mean, it could go either way for me, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's constantly back and forth. If it was Yo, one of my this cats. Dude, this, this guy, made, like, he draws shit in the nastiest way he could think of. <laughs> and you gotta love it. Yeah. Anyway. His guts are spilling out his stomach. His fucking tentacle from his brain. I don't know, man. That's Left a on, handle. Uh, huh? That's a handle. The thing in the back of Chainsaw Man's head? That's a handle. Nah, I'm talking about this the the, the corpse of the roach devil. Oh, yeah. He leaned up against this building. You see this long noodle coming out of his oh, head? That's, what yeah, that's his that? brain. That's like part of his Ugh. brain. That's like a brain noodle. Yeah, it un un yeah like you know yeah you know like when you get ramen and you boil it and it starts to separate yeah 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 so, yeah, yeah that's, that's what that is um anyway Josh what did you think about this chapter um I guess technically I gotta get this is I think in all fairness this may be the last time we have to we assign these things to Chainsaw Man since it's a biweekly. Not Whenever it comes in, it'll be it could it, it's in contention. Ah, but it skews the numbers, man. It's not fair because they only get half the opportunity. I mean, look, man, that's not our we fault. We can count them as two, I guess. Well, no, we won't. But that is your really good chapter. It's also mine, yeah. to be fair. Uh, oh, Josh, okay. Brian, what? Is yeah, this... it's mine as well. Yo, it's wow, a... wow, it's a unified, really good chapter of the week. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. I'm guessing it wasn't the audience, which means I know exactly who won. Yeah. (laughs) I mean. Yeah. What else? Well, you tell me. What are your other thoughts? Oh. I want to bring something up. And this should have been a... I wish I did a little bit more reading about this, but because I know that the author of Chainsaw Man is really into philosophy and religion and all of that, right? Um, The situation where he picks up the human, the one person, and the car people, that's like a kind of like a like a old like philosophical question yeah you've heard it before right I, like you've heard maybe it, it's not really a specific thing but it takes in many forms like i remember when i was in school they, it was like the lever and the train yeah it's like are you going to switch it which way are you going to choose the trolley right? problem right exactly exactly and you know i i'll i'll just i just thought it'd be cool if i shared my point of view on this situation right so <laughs> Because the cat was another option, right? Like it, that, like it wasn't what it seemed like. He had three, he had three choices to make, right? Now, usually, like, like when I ask people that question or when I hear people answer it, they most people tend to say that, oh, like more out, more lives outweigh less lives, or something like that, which I personally disagree with. 
I think all I think I think you can't really measure the weight of a life. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not quantifiable. So if it came down to it, I had to make a I'd had to make like a coin flip or something like that. That's how I feel. Maybe in Take the, the moment, out of your hand. I'd make a different decision. You know. But like that, I think that would be like the fair thing to do, you know. Anyway, um, what Denji did was choose the cat, <laughs> though. He didn't. He didn't. You know, it was a it was a direct decision to do that, which you know, it's not the same as what Asa did before her mom died, where she picked up, where she scooped up the cat. But it is because you know she. She didn't, you know, choose to let her mom die in that situation and chose the cat to survive or nothing like that. Um, but I guess what you can say is that the conclusion she that she drew from that story about her saying that, like, I want to live where I don't, you know, where, I, where my heart is in the right place and, and like, stick to that. Denji, he, you know, it, it's kind of interesting because he... He comes to that same conclusion from a completely different angle and perspective, like with, with saving the cat. He prefers to save the cat. You know how to be cut. All right, I know I'm sounding crazy with this because I'm, I'm again. This is assuming he made that decision on purpose, like he chose to to save the cat instead of the people, right? I think that's a statement where how he feels about how humans are inherently or or, or animals. Like he probably looks at animals as more innocent. Therefore, their life is more valuable. Um, but that's him. He feels like he has this, you know, that's that's him, like, living by by his means. You know what I'm saying? That That's why he doesn't feel bad about it or why he didn't hesitate or nothing like that. Because he felt like, no, this is this is what I deem as, as, as valuable. And I think it's just, all right, the whole reason I'm even bringing all this up is that I was really trying to search for a parallel between them two saving the cats. Outside of it just being a host, look, they both just saved cats. You know, I was trying to see if there was some type of deeper meaning for the both of them. And the closest I could get to is that she is learning how to live the way she wants to live. And this is Denji. Like, and she was always like that from the beginning. You know, it was society telling her to not making her feel that she shouldn't be that way. Like, whether it's directly or indirectly. Denji has never been affected by like society. He's always lived how he's lived. Therefore he acts that way, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so yeah, it was, that was, like I said, that was the connection there. They, they both, he's living by his judgments and she's about to start living by her judgments. Mm. Okay. And the pages looked really awesome. Yeah. I thought it was really funny when the cockroach devil was getting chopped up. He's like, Gugua! <laughs> Is that what he said? And when, yeah, yeah. And then when, yeah, yeah. And then when, 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 when the car and the purse is dropping, and then he's like, wow, like, because he comes and chops his arm off instead of saving the people. I thought that was fucking mm -hmm. hilarious. This cockroach devil had no idea what was coming to him. <laughs> yeah. Brian. Uh, Brian, what did you think about this chapter? Do you have any rebuttals? You're muted. You're muted. Chris, do you have any rebuttals? I was actually <laughs> I was actually gonna bring up the same thing that you were gonna bring up with the, the whole same exact thing. 
Yeah, the same exact thing. So I liked mm -hmm. it for that reason. Um, again, you know, I was excited to see Denji again. That's my boy. I love him. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have much else to say aside from that. Josh kind of hit the nail on the head. Oh, yeah. I know what else you're going to say. <laughs> what? Rest in peace, on Onima. Is that what I was going to say next? You're right. <laughs> what, what were you right about? No, he's saying you were right. What, what was that? Oh, yeah, I was right about that. Huh. That's all you want to talk about, bro. You know it. <laughs> That's all you, you know you want to make bro. that the topic of this. Brian was right. That's the... I was all, I was also right. Um, I'll get into my thoughts. I actually have um, have a few thoughts. Actually, this was a very uh, interesting chapter. One thing I do want to mention: this chapter is called "Save the Cat," uh, and there's a lot of cat saving in this chapter. There's a book. Is two this, cat saves. There's yeah. There's a there's a. Is there more than two? Yeah, it's the original. There's asses in the flashback. Mm hmm. And that one. And in Chainsaw Man, in general as a series, there's another cat saving arc. I think also against the bat with the bat devil being involved. When Power has her cat and uh, she wanted Denji to save her cat. Uh, oh. But that's another thing. But um, what I'm saying is that there's, um, there's a screenwriting book called Save the Cat. Uh, and... I know that Fujimoto is uh, is a big movie guy, based on like his little one shots. One of them was about making movies, um, mm. and you know there's uh, there's uh, there's this book called Save the Cat by Blake Snyder. It's one of the, like the more foundational like screenwriting books out there, um, and he talks about this thing called the Save the Cat moment in every movie, where it is the moment in the story that. Um, that shows the audience why you should root for any particular character. It's the story. It's the moment where you are in, you get invested in any main particular character. Um, and I guess it shows, you know, like what the main character is about. Every, most movies have this for the most part. Uh, and in theory, we have like, he follows that because we get that with Asa. Um, we get her save the cat moment in that flashback where, you know, mm. we understand what she's about after that. It's kind of like a fun little meta joke on uh, on narrative in general. Um, we get Asa saving her cat, this cat, as a means of, you know, just her following her heart, doing what she thought she was right in the moment. Uh, mm. Contrasted with Denji, uh, Denji, whereas I would say Asa was more on instinct, Denji was definitely more purposeful with his choice. Uh, yeah, so he for sure chose not to save people, um, and you care less. And I think it's because like Denji is Denji's not like a admirable person. Like if you remember where Denji comes from and who he is, he's kind of a guy who's just kind of learning how to even be a human being in the first place because he's come from such rock bottom depths that like. In, at the end of Chainsaw Man Part 1, he's like barely, he just like is now scratching the surface of what it means to be a person and to be a human and to have compassion. Um, so, you know, I think that's where we're at. Uh, I think uh, we need to look into 
how Denji absorbs his newfound celebrity going forward and what being this superhero figure to the world means to him uh, before I can make any real judgments on um, what this means overall for his character. But, you know, Denji has had a history with saving uh, cats before with power, and I feel like there's a little bit of that in the his his reasoning for saving the cat. It's like he saved Power's cat, you know? Uh, right. That's like kind of a thing he learned back in the day. But yeah, I just thought it was interesting. I thought it was like a fun little meta thing, if that's what he's doing. I'm just making a supposition, like a like a guess here that he's like kind of a supposition supposition. I don't even know if that's the right word. That's why I stopped saying it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it sounded appropriate. Proposition. Like proposition. Yeah. Maybe a proposition. No, proposition is like your, your, your po It's like, I, your I, I'll be honest. I'm not posing. Oh, I'm not a billion percent like sure it. suppositions, even the word really. Um, I'll look that up right now, <laughs> but in the meantime, yeah, read, uh, read, read. Uh, proposition is like a deal. It's like a off, like an offer or something like that. Supposition is an uncertain belief. They're working on the supposition that his death was murder. So you know, I guess I was using it right. Never mind. Now I was right. <laughs> it's my. Did you turn read to be the right. cat is dead? Did you read the save the cat? Was that part of your curriculum? Not part of my curriculum. I did go to school. Wow, Brooklyn school. College is fucking up. <laughs> uh, How is that not part of the curriculum? It was not bro? part of the curriculum. I do own it. I haven't read it all the way through, but that's uh, something I learned. And I think that was very deliberate on uh, Fujimoto's part. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I mean, it's always good to have Chainsaw Man do Chainsaw Man things. These like cool ass visuals. It's on the surface. It's just very dope. Um but I think there's like a lot of depth to this chapter as well. Uh, a lot of really good character moment for uh, Asa. Um, I don't know if she'll like really want to kill Chainsaw Man for this. I feel like they have stuff in common. <laughs> and I think that will be more difficult for her than they think. But it may also not be up to Asa as the war devil can just emerge whenever she feels oh, yeah. like <laughs> as As long as Asa is not deathly afraid. Um. But yeah, I'm looking forward. Uh, Chainsaw Man is bi-weekly, so we won't see it next week, right? No, we will. See, it, it does come out next week, actually. But we'll be covering it the episode after the next one because we won't have uh, new material. <laughs> it, it, provided we record next Monday, um, we go back to our regular schedule at, on Monday. We'll probably record. We'll probably talk about Chainsaw Man the week after it actually comes out. Um, but yeah, this was a, this was a great chapter. Very fun to read through. I read through this a couple times just cause it was fun. Uh, yeah, same. Yeah. So this is a very enjoyable chapter. Agreed. Read Chainsaw Man, everyone. It's a hell of a read, but uh, I'm ready to move on. Are you guys ready? Is Midoriya ready to move on? No, not yet. He doesn't even know what he has to move on from. He sure doesn't. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move onward then. Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm gonna okay, pass this guys. Over to Josh. Yes, it is being passed over to me, and I am searching for this chapter. Give me one moment. La, da, 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 filling up the. This day is day. chapter one ninety four. 
I don't have the title name yet. It's However, I will tell you briefly about what happened in the previous chapter. Mm-hmm. Maki got hit at Mach 1 speed. Mach 3. By this spaghetti chrysalis monster, <laughs> uh, formerly known as Naoya. Naoya. Uh, yeah, the guy that could freeze frames and move really fast. Uh, overall asshole and woman hater, etc., etc. Um, right. Maki, like, he span around for, like, five minutes in the air and crashed into her, and she could not handle it. <laughs> Which is fair. I mean, you know, if you get hit at something to the speed of sound, that's that's pretty devastating. Yeah. It's impressive that she didn't not turn into a... Not everyone could be Goku, you know? Yeah, it's impressive that she didn't turn into a pink mist when that happened, because that would happen <laughs> to most people. <laughs> right. Oh, um, by the way, I started watching The Boys. Oh yeah, yep. And uh, spoilers, spoilers Wait, for the boys. I didn't watch season three in the first chapter. I don't know is, how far you are. In the first happens in the very first episode. Oh okay. Somebody <laughs> gets, all right. Someone dies, and the way they die is the speedster runs runs right through them and turns them into like as Chris said, a pink mist. <laughs> But yeah, that shows how gangster Maki is, how hard body she is. She's not even she doesn't even have any internal injuries, as yeah. she's gonna mention soon enough. So anyway, yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen chapter one ninety four, Sakurajima Colony part Okay. Blood Boy, forget his name already. He's Chris. Um damn. Noritoshi? Noritoshi, you're right. Yeah. Noritoshi's uh, desperately trying to catch up to the situation. Um, yeah, Maki's on the ground. Naoya's talking that shit. And she has a nice little spicy... Uh, I'm surprised she was able to talk shit back as she was laid out on the ground. <laughs> um, I, like I said, she's she's okay. Yeah. Maki's she's okay, body, man. Yeah. Deadass. Um... But yeah, so he says something about he yeah, he says some weird shit like this sort of thing takes me back. Uh, there are things children can't do that are easy for adults. I don't. What does he mean? Like beat her up? Like I guess the cursed energy become thing? become a cocoon. I uh, what what was this <laughs> thing that uh, that children can't do? He says after you grow up, you can't re- you can't even remember the time you couldn't do it. Well, this is like that. I guess like his newfound abilities as a curse. He's like relating it to like. Growing up and being able to do things and doing adult things like like going to the movies when you feel like it and staying up late and eating ice cream whenever you feel like it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I bust down a whole thing of Ben and Jerry's the other night (laughs) right before I went to bed. Yeah, nobody tell me nothing. Nothing. Only my dentist. Yeah. He's gonna say something to me for that. I know it. Anyways. Um Yo, but yeah, she's like, and she's like, have when have you ever been an adult? And he's like, how about how about asking my? The crazy thing is that he went straight for the disrespect because my has nothing to do with adult. Like, all right, I guess you could say the slick thing is that you know she died before becoming an adult, so she wouldn't know either about not becoming an adult. I don't think it was that deep. I think he just wanted to. Mention her dead sister. Yeah. Her- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to put emphasis on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
you know, Noritoshi finally pulls up and tries to, you know, shows put a little bit of a resistance up and uh, allow Maki to get back on her feet. Um, Naoya, the cursed spirit, uh, like starts to think to himself that I, like he doesn't understand how Noritoshi using all that blood without like becoming um, shriveled up mm-hmm. in a raisin. Like the like like on One Piece <laughs> a couple chapters ago, what did they, like Ryza? <laughs> what did they say? They is uh, uh, what was the word we looked up? Um, haggard. Haggard. And... <laughs> yeah, haggard. I think it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, you know, he keeps some blood packets on him, and he's circulating the blood. So he he comes to the conclusion that because he's so skilled that he's going to outwork himself and die. No, he doesn't have blood. That's packets. what I got. What he is is he's filtering his own blood from his body and recirculating it back. So it's not like yeah, it's really gross. Yeah, it's really nasty because you know he's he's in in the window next to us in the panel next to us. You can see him slashing this cursed spirit, and it's like you're putting that blood back in your body. You're gonna turn into a a, <laughs> a cursed spirit, right? I, I mean, I, know, I guess it's not like how zombies are, but yeah, whatever. I'm sure it doesn't help. Probably not. the situation. Anyway, I digress. So, Naruto,shi, you know, talks to Maki. And he's letting her know. He's asking if she's okay and all that. And she's like, "Look, I need five minutes. Can you keep him busy?" And he's. He's ready to throw his life away, and that's not me. That's not conjecture. That's not me being silly or nothing like that. He dead ass says it. He says whether I live or die doesn't really matter anymore. So I don't think I don't think he really cares whether he holds this dude down for five minutes or not. I think it's more so like this guy is gonna kill me. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm down because I had I was no match for him before, and he could move around. He can go to the other side of the planet in in a few seconds, so I don't know how I'm going to survive for five of them. But, right. He actually does something cool. He makes a cage with his blood. And it... I don't know. I don't think it really does much. It definitely annoyed Nyoya. And annoying Nyoya is a big deal. He he can't handle um, any type of, like, stress. Or, or or inconveniences based yeah. on his disposition. So I guess I respect him for going for that move. But like I said, ultimately did nothing. And um, he breaks down. He's trying to figure out like, damn, like how can I, how can I, how can I get past this guy? Like I know, like he's tough, but he ain't as tough as that tree guy that we fought mad arcs ago. <laughs> he was really strong, actually. He was giving him all problems. Yeah. Um, this uh, this guy had to lose his hand in the process, right? Of of beating. Was that where he lost? Is that where uh, Mister Clappy Claps lost his hand in that fight? No, he lost it to uh, to Mahito. Right. Ah, uh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He did lose it to yeah. Mahito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not bad. Okay, you're right. My memory's not but, that bad. Yeah, yeah, they. They all had to jump him. They all had to jump the Woodland Spirit, and he's saying that this guy in Nyoya isn't as tough. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Whatever whatever it takes to uh, motivate yourself. But like I said, he really isn't any match, because as he's thinking of strategies of how to beat him, he gets hit in his fucking dome. Uh, <laughs> really hard that it sends him through several trees. How he's not dead yet, 
is beyond me. Uh, but I guess it's a manga, right? Yeah. So um, he also gets headbutted, and he takes this opportunity to hold on to his nasty, cursed spirit body, and, and he vomits blood all over his like engine inlet, which yeah. was smart. Yeah, I was like, let's go, Norutoshi. Is this it? Is this how you're gonna? Is this how you're gonna win? You're gonna put your blood in him and and fucking expand it and stuff. That would be cool. Like a bloodbender, right? It would be cool. Would be cool. Well, maybe, maybe, unlikely, but maybe. Anyway. Yeah, Naryoya doesn't like it. He's like, ah, you got blood in my inlet, and it's like poison to me because their blood techniques are poison to cursed spirits. It was established already many Mm -hmm. arcs ago, so it checks out, guys. Don't worry. (laughs) Right? (laughs) We're all good on that front. Um. He's asked, he's like, I right, so he doesn't think I'm gonna use my special move because I'm afraid of blood loss. And he shoots him point blank with a special move. Pretty cool. Blood beam. That's he, not the name of it. It's called piercing blood. blood. But I think blood beam would be way cooler. Would it? Yeah, no me, Mr. Beam Boy himself. Beam boy. Um We actually got a pretty <clears throat> sensitive couple pages. Funoritoshi. I guess we're seeing why he's such a nihilist now and he's ready to die. Because I don't know if this was an issue brought up previously. Um, but he talks about, I guess, his mom and like would she chide him for not becoming the clan head? What does it mean to chide somebody? To scold someone, I think. Right? So, I mean, I could have guessed that. I just, I, I was curious as to what the exact definition was, but. You know, I'll look it up later. Yeah. Um, says he failed to create a place for her in the house, but mother, there is no house. We're all dead except for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because um, not Noritoshi, Nagatoshi, Nori. Natatoshi. Shit. <laughs> What's the other guy's name? It's similar to Noritoshi. Kenjaku. What do you mean? Kenjaku, it's not the same at all. No. Wow. Josh exposed as ignorant to the Japanese <laughs> culture and language. I don't know about that. For He's the got... fifth time on this podcast. Um, Whatever, man. Kenjaku came and killed everybody, so he's sad. And he's like, Mom, I wanted to be a good clan head that would make a... I don't know. I guess was his clan racist? I mean, prejudiced no. towards women too. Do they also hate females? So. Was his mom a mudblood or something? A muggle? <laughs> no, I don't like, think so. Like one she didn't have. Like she he, wasn't a. I think his family was daddy. fine. I think. We didn't get a. I don't know. I don't think so. He didn't create a place for her in the house. Did he? What? He said he didn't. He failed to create a place for her in the house, which means there wasn't a place for her in the house prior. Which leads me to believe that the bloodbending clan was, in fact, misogynistic. Probably, yeah. I mean, I don't know for sure, so I'm okay with uh, assuming so as well. Misogynistic bloodbenders. Yes. Yes, that's what his clan was. <laughs> I'm going to write that down when I learn how to spell misogynist. Anyway, um, so I, <laughs> they have their little flat. The one who has no place to go is me, because I'm about to die. 
Should I say <laughs> yeah. I, he's really uh, he's really grown on me. Um, even though I know it's going to be fleeting. Uh, he said you get a prize for effort, which he didn't have to say that. I guess that's him acknowledging he's he's giving the flowers. Yeah. Right. It's like your your special attacks impressive, but no match for me. For me, yes. Um, he headbutts him again. Um, but you know he's he's in he's in he's in emo. I want I don't care if I die protagonist mode, even though he's not the protagonist. So he's the attacks aren't really doing anything to him anymore. Y'all know how it is. And he's just like ready to die and fight. Cool shit. But then out of nowhere, somebody kicks. Oh no, 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 no one. There's no contact made. Somebody stomps hard on the ground, taking the attention uh, of Nayoya away from Noritoshi. And we got two grown ass men <laughs> facing off on each other. One screaming sumo, and the other screaming katana. That's the end of the chapter. Before I ask you guys for your thoughts, right? Uh, I took the liberty of figuring out, is there any history between sumo wrestling and samurais? Mm. I should have looked up katana and sumo specifically because I guess katana doesn't automatically mean samurai. There goes my ignorance to the Japanese culture wow. yet again. But I did try to do a little bit of research. Yeah. And what I found out was this. Um... Sumos were samurais. Hmm. Did you know that? I did not some know. sumo, so, and um, and some sumos, when they would get to a certain level of their sumo art or whatever, they would receive a katana hmm. and become samurais. So it's, you know, just a little bit of stuff. Interesting. I don't think that any of that's going to matter for their situation. Also, I think the, if it's a sumo a sumo wrestler versus someone wielding a katana, I think the person with the katana is going to win. More than likely. More than likely. I don't think that's like a crazy thing to say. No. Um. All right. Uh, Brian. What were your thoughts? You're muted, by the way. Jujutsu Kaisen, fun chapter, as per usual. Nothing what do you like the most about it? What, what what did you love the most? I mean, Blood Dude getting to do some cool wow. shit. It's pretty cool. I'm still yeah. not a big fan of how um this guy's fucking uh how like his new look. Like I'm still yeah. like kind of confused about how exactly he just it looks like when he's fighting, he's just like a flying coffin. Oh, <laughs> that just no, yeah. Zooms. <laughs> yeah but um yeah aside from that i really like this chapter it was just fun he looks like deoxys <laughs> yeah he does look like deoxys a little just um, way uglier i fucks with deoxys though who doesn't fucks with deoxys yeah it's pretty cool He's... we all seen him fight rayquaza in that movie right we all yeah if you yeah. didn't see it you've seen the commercials at least yeah if you don't if you're not cool with Deoxys, you're pretty square, I'd like to say. Right. Because um, Deoxys is a triangle. The more you know. Ah, man. I got to have this drop loaded up. It's harder on my phone. But uh, We need to pay somebody to do it. An hourly rage. 
<laughs> uh, thank yous. I guess uh, I could get in my thoughts. I thought that was really cool as well. Um, lots of dope action. Noritoshi getting a little bit of shine. Um, last we got any like real focus on him was way back when they were fighting the Kyoto school. So that was kind of cool to see. And um, it, it's cool to establish this little character uh, moment for him going forward. Whether he's going to die or not. That's one thing. I was a little confused at the pacing of the last couple of pages because I thought it was going pretty well. And then these guys pulled up and I'm like, huh? <laughs> I was taken aback a little bit, but he, he says, let my comrades burn away their lives. So maybe he knows them. Maybe they're like other members of the, uh, uh, the Kamo clan that have come forward to do the stuff. The Kamo clan. Yeah. Um, but who knows? I, I, I couldn't tell you. Um, Maybe they're just other sorcerers in this fucking culling game that they're still in. So they're just about to get involved in this. Um, either way, I'm excited to find out. Uh, excited for Maki to come through. She's pulling a... I'm charging my special beam cannon, I guess. And, uh, she's healing her yeah, internal she's... wounds. Yeah, same That's thing. That's what she's doing. Same thing. Sure. <laughs> charging up your special... Either way, it needed five minutes. Uh, I can't wait for Maki to come back and wreck house again. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, it was just a lot of action, a lot of really cool little moments. I thought the, um, the circulation of blood thing was kind of a smart way to tackle, I guess, like blood powers in particular. I think that's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it's a fun, it's always been fun. This culling game is like so good top to bottom. So. Uh, I am excited to see where this goes, uh, but I don't have much else to say. It is continuously action action packed. Um, I hope not, I hope Noritoshi finds a new lease on life here. Uh, it's, right, he's getting hope depressing. He gets over it. Yeah, come on, bro. Yeah, man. So what? Your clan got bodied. They all hated women. <laughs> yeah, so your all entire these clans family hate women. So, <laughs> so what? Your entire family, top to bottom, was slaughtered. What are you What are you gonna do about it? You know. Um, but yeah, that's all I got to say. Josh, what, what did you think about the chapter? Oh yeah. I have to give thoughts. Um, I, mean, you, you can I don't got no, I don't kind of actually thoughts. Yeah. I loved it. Um, chainsaw man was just better. This would have been my runner up, believe it or not. Mm. Uh, I don't know why I said, believe it or not. Of course. Like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. valid. It's awesome. Um, all right. Well, I guess with that being said, we can move on. Yeah, no no rebuttals, no nothing? Nothing in the natural world can defy time. That's Now that's a, the more you know moment. All right, let's move onward. Black Clover. This is Black Clover. Brian's favorite series. What? What? I said Brian's favorite series. Oh. <laughs> this is Black Clover, Chapter 334, Fragile Soul. Um, last we left off, we had a little bit about the origin of Julius, uh, the previous Wizard King. Turns out he's sharing a body with uh, the main villain of this series, who is also a devil host <laughs> to Aseroth. Uh, turns out. <laughs> turns out. <laughs> uh, and, um, you know. <laughs> He just uh, made his intentions known to eliminate Asta, who he sees as a flaw on this earth because he was born without magic. 
and uh, he wields anti-magic as as his bread and butter here. Uh, so, you know, he's not really thrilled about that, so he's going to eliminate Asta off the face of the earth. Um, and we open this chapter with a little bit on uh, Asta's upgraded devil union. Uh, he, uh, in his full devil form, we learned that he can only hold it for five minutes, so to compensate for that, uh, Asta, by using devil union on one part of himself, is able to extend that time to ten minutes. So he basically... That's <laughs> five extra valuable minutes, actually. That's that's a big deal. On top of that... Make that, no mistake. On top of that, all of that power is concentrated in one area. In this case, his arm. So it's denser and stronger anti-magic. Uh, and, um, yeah. He says, they, it goes on to explain as he's, like, trying to catch... Um, what's his face? Damn. Uh, it's not... Lucius. Um... Once he's, as he's trying to catch Lucius, uh, that spells that manipulate time are invincible. However, with anti-magic, anti-magic can be the natural enemy of that invincible magic. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hell fucking yep. yeah. Um, big sword magic. Big sword magic. Big sword magic. Um, in any case. Um, we Brian's computer is cold. It is cold. I think he is he himself frozen. He himself is frozen. Well, you're just gonna have to stay on that freeze frame of him. <laughs> um, <laughs> in any case, um, it is just a big cool battle thing where uh, Asta is just continuously trying to capture Julius. Um, Julius, Julius not Julius. Lucius, huh? Lucius, Lucius lifts. He does lift because he realizes that, like, well, my magic can't work on him. Only physical attacks can. And he, with his bare fists, blasts a hole through a roof and and then some. So, you know, it's not great. Um, Asta's like, why is he this good at this? Um, and, you know, he keeps trying to wave his sword around. He uses his... He, he tries to use his, like, uh, curse warding magic, I think. Um like that that one sword that uh that voids curses and stuff um and he's yeah. like this will work and uh they get the devil hey, out of here welcome back uh <laughs> and uh as he's get approaching uh Lucius Lucius is like I expect no less of you your strength threatens world peace but as long as <laughs> I'm here that won't happen and uh he talks about how he was born into a family of devil hosts and he learned that magic can purify devil power and grant sacred power to humans. And uh, we see uh, Lucius's big super form, which is this gigantic thing where he has like multiple angel-like wings and these antlers. Um, it's cool. He design. has become um, the biblical god. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess the Judeo Christian the Judeo Christian God. God. Um, that is who he transformed into. Yes, he is. Um, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All three. Yes, that is what God is. Mm. <laughs> well, and now Lucius. Now Lucius. Now Lucius is. This is who now you Lucius. worship, everyone. Um, yeah. So, so they're yeah. you know. Asta's like, damn. What damn, the hell is he? I didn't know I had to fight God. I didn't know he Gad. Uh, said it's not human or devil. It's beautiful. Beautiful. 
Um, so it's, it's holy. So Lucius teleports away, and Asta tries to predict it, but then he turns around, and uh, Lucius has unfortunately got uh, the sister in his hands, um, and uh, she's like terrified. Wow. He starts talking one of his own disciples. Yeah, and he's like, "My magic is soul magic." It transforms the soul of anyone I touch. The soul is the source of human life, spirit, and magic. All right, Mahito. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Like, oh, that's Mahito's thing. Are you about to turn her into a, a fucking uh, cursed drag doll? Oh, he turns it into something. Something like that. But um, yeah, Asta's panicking because he's like, I can't use the Demon Dweller sword because it would cut Sister Lily too, and I can't draw Demon Slasher in time. Uh, and he says, let me show you a human who is truly happy. And he takes the sister and transforms her into the Judeo-Christian God as well, I guess. As one of his <laughs> angels. So many Judeo-Christian gods. Um. Uh, they are polytheistic now in Black Lover's universe. Yeah. And it um, is no longer. Yeah. Sister Lily. Sister Lily goes, it's for the sake of world peace. Please die. And then all you see is Asta just. She said it sincerely. Yeah. She meant it. No, no evil, no malice. She's just like, please die. Like, you and know. his chest gets opened up bleach style by <laughs> yeah. uh, Lucius's bare hand. Yeah, I got real big flashbacks of Renji getting pwned. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Asta, not all your blood. No. No. Blood matters in this series. Oh, no. Yeah, blood's actually a thing in this series. I don't even know why these spirits have blood and bleach, but whatever. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So he falls to the ground. Bang, 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 bang. Always taking shots. Always taking shots. Always. Never, oh, never yeah. stop. You did it to yourself, Kubo. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Lucius, as chat. Asta falls to the ground, is like, What a fragile soul. You'll never defeat me that way. Goodbye, flaw of the world. And I guess the series is over. Asta is dead. That's actually what I believed as well. Yeah. That was the conclusion I came to that um, he will not be able to recover from this injury. <laughs> and now with no anti-magic in the way, uh, Luci Lucius will um, take over the world. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was Black Clover. Uh, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? I think they'll have some world peace now. <laughs> yeah. Right, I mean that's what he, he knows everything. He knows all time. Am I? Am I? Am I? Am I messing that part up? I don't think so. But is he time, or he can just manipulate it? But if he can manipulate it, he knows all of time, doesn't he? That would stand to reason. Yeah. Like I'm not saying he's Doctor Manhattan with it when he's where he's omnipotent, but he could know. Maybe he peaked. Like, oh, okay, I see. Back then. And in the future, unless like, unless by world peace he means the opposite of it, like maybe in devil language and jargon, world peace, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like a colloquial term for destruction and hate and violence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Perhaps. I mean, we'll have Otherwise, to see. Otherwise, I don't see a problem hey, with this. That's why I said it was going to be world peace. Hey, I mean, now that. 
Asta's for sure dead and out of the way, maybe we'll this rest of the series will just focus on Lucius <laughs> creating world peace and using and sister powers. and sister, of course, as the secondary protagonist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll stop. Yeah. I know Brian's got some prime critical thoughts. <laughs> yes, Brian, who started reading the series with chapter 332. Yeah, I have so much to say. He has antlers coming out of his head with angel wings. That means something a lot deeper than we really understand. Hey, Brian, do you like the antlers? Yeah, they're pretty fucking sick. Best manga ever fucking made, honestly. All right. I, well, it is. On my knees. The hell's wrong with crying. Hey, on my knees, crying about how good this series is. <laughs> well, all right. Well, if you got nothing nice to say, don't say it well, at all. Bro. I literally <laughs> said something nice. You don't mean it though. You're being you're being sarcastic. You're being facetious. Who are you, Josh? These guys. <laughs> So picky. I'd call it the greatest series ever made, and I'm still getting flagged. No, My Hero Academia, chapters 1 through... 333? I don't think it's that far. I'm pretty sure it's about half of that is the greatest thing ever. Nah, I think, Okay? I think that series fell off after uh, Onima died, to be honest. Mm, you're right. That, that was I would have to agree with that. I could see yeah, it. The series Onima died... Hit. There's nothing tying that series together. I agree. All right. I guess I, I try to tell you, niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I get into my thoughts. Um, this was my runner-up, actually. Uh, I, I I like this chapter quite a bit. Um, wow, Christian was smoking crack this week. <laughs> I'm even... just giving the I'm just giving the Black Clover fans hell. It's been a minute. I miss y'all. I mean, true. Yeah. I mean, well. I know I fucks with the series. Well, now that we mention it, uh, we should say that this is the really good chapter of the week in terms of the audience poll. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Much to Brian's chagrin. No, no, no. I'm okay with I'm okay with the series getting uh RGC like every every month or so, like like once or twice a month. That sounds like a pretty good arrangement. Yeah. The past three episodes, yes. Really? It Wait, is currently on a streak. Yes. I, has I, it really been on a streak? I mean, I guess we don't, it's, we don't count last week because there was no, you know. This is a pretty I mean, big but... part of the series, so it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's. Oh, uh, so you will allow it. I'll, I'll allow, allow it. it. But four in a row, guys, and you're you're in hot waters. I'm just saying. Yeah. If One Piece comes with some heat and then you're giving Black Clover fucking RGC, we're going to have a. One Piece have almost have never wins the RGC for the audience. I don't think. I think it's only won once. Because they're all watching Grand Line review. <laughs> he's great. It's okay. I don't watch him yeah, much. Leave Grand Line review alone, bro. Pretty... No, he's that's... cool. He's cool. He's cool. He's that's cool. That's one of the good cool, ones. Cool, 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 cool. He's 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 cool. Yeah, no, this was just a fun chapter to read. Um, I uh, I don't know what the fuck this Julius, oh, Lucius thing is. Uh, is weird judeo-christian god form that he's now done to I love it. unironically no i like it too but it's it's pretty cool soul and time magic mixed i'll tell you what i didn't expect what does that mean huh what does that do it's how do you mix those two together it's soul time your, your soul is timeless mm, yeah 
<laughs> I suppose. I don't know what he did to the sister, but that was unexpected as well. I didn't really think that the sister would be all. For right. those listening, still, I want to. I want to hear what your idea of that is. Yeah. Please leave it in the YouTube comments. I mean, they like it because they voted it a really good chapter of the week. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting going forward. I uh, Black Clover came back like guns a blazing. They didn't really waste any time with reintroducing the series at all. It's just like. Let's get down to business. This is the last fucking arc. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I respect it. I respect it, I guess. But yeah, it. No, we'll we'll see what happens. Maybe there's some downtime coming up, but I doubt it because I think like Julius is gonna ravage the Clover Kingdom for a little bit before before we get while. a moment to just kind of breathe. Um, but that being said, that's all I gotta say about um, Black Clover. Really, I thought it was kind of cool overall um are we uh, ready to move on yes all right let's uh, go undead unluck and uh with that i'm gonna pass it over to josh oh yeah yeah you said that you were <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right undead unluck number 123 reset um that is essentially the point of this whole chapter is um, oh, Julius, yeah. Miss Juice, um, breaking down to us how the artifact reset works um, that she brought up in the previous chapter. We got a huge bomb of information that that card in Nanny's head that suppresses Victor. Thor? With a, Victor. I don't know why I keep saying it. No, there is a, there's an H in there. It's spelled it's weird like a for T H O R. Victor. No, I'm making this up. No, 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 no. I remember it was spelled weird. It was spelled weird. All right, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, I got. So it's not only it turns out it's not just for that. It can also determine whether in the next loop everybody keeps their same memories or everyone forgets what happened. Convenient. As highly convenient so yeah <laughs> highly not gonna dispute that one uh but you know everyone that's in it still reading we don't give a fuck do we no i don't care i don't fucking care Who either gives this shit? at this care. point whatever as long as it's cool and it makes somewhat sense all right so anyway um yeah juice is breaking it down she's like look 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 it has a binary function, an averse and a reverse. The averse will restore memories and increase your allies. Uh, the reverse will seal memories and leave you without allies. Basically, it's either a continue or a reset. Which, yeah, fair, fair, fair. Um, as their dome starts to rumble and she's like, even with Unbreakable, the base won't hold. That's bullshit. That's just... just I really don't stand for that because it's unbreakable. Yeah. It can't break. Maybe what they're maybe they maybe they're not breaking it. Maybe they're just finding ways to open it. Maybe they're ruining it. You did it again, Chris. You you fucking did it again, bro. This guy's this guy's God, man. Anyway. Um, okay. 
So they're trying to figure out like what are we gonna do? Are we gonna are we gonna uh oh she basically says that she chose the reset option for this loop and and then stuck that the piece into Victor's head, creating Andy. So that's why Victor didn't remember Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, they're gonna explain it a little bit later why she had to lodge that shit into his forehead, but that was you know, this was a conscious decision by Juiz to create Andy. Basically, mm-hmm. she didn't know it would be Andy per se. Yeah. She just needed a different version of Victor. Um, like therefore, well, she she went for I think she went for full reset, right? Yeah. For the, in this loop. Okay. 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 But in order for it to be a complete reset, she had to get rid of Victor, right? So we cut to the past where Victor is like. I get uh, Julius and Victor's having a conversation there at the end of their uh, uh, like uh, like the world's about to end and and uh, Miss and Juice is tight. She's like, God damn it, like, this didn't work out. What what do we lack? What are we insufficient in to defeat God? A lot of God talk this episode. Huh? Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Very. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Uh, Victor is feeling pessimistic, and he's like, let's call it quits, man. 99 loops, approximately 455 billion years that he has felt every moment of. That's unfathomable. And it's kind of crazy that some people have almost that much money. I digress. Um, (laughs) you've You've done all that you could do. You must be satisfied by now. Um, he's like, you don't, or don't you think it's about time to just let it end? And she's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm never giving up. That's my version of justice. Mm-hmm. You sound stupid, bro. What about everyone at <laughs> risk their lives? I'm not going to play them. Are you going to play them? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, absolutely. <laughs> he doesn't say it, but he sure is thinking it. <laughs> he said, yeah. Um, so, yeah, she's not trying to have it. And she's like, oh, you won't be able to die. So that, the cool thing is that she's she's on board with him dying. Like, she's like, I want to help you die, too. Mm. Yep. I still can't get over how weird that is. How, like, how, how, I guess, like, you can feel, like, motivated to do it. And then when the moment finally comes to kill them. Maybe hesitate. You're like, oh god, I don't want to see you die. But yeah. even though I know that you've been alive for billions and billions, forever, for, yeah, forever, several times over. <laughs> <laughs> Infinity plus five, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. Um. Right. She's not trying to let go. Victor's like, she says, "You're with me, right?" And the smallest, yeah, yeah. Yeah, again, and you know, so she says Victor wanted to kill God so he could die, and I wanted to kill God to allow him to die. Simple as that. But never thought that our paths would diverge, and they did. She wanted to continue while Victor wanted to reset. He wanted them to forget about it all and just live their normal lives as people and not worrying about defeating God and getting all their friends back and everyone living happy. I get it. They get kept losing. It wasn't working. So instead, you know, and she's going through pain. He didn't want to, you know, Victor doesn't like that because he's seen her go through all the strife and he has to remember every minute of it. So I, I get it. I actually 
I may sound sarcastic and all of that, but I, this is actually really, you know, mm-hmm. kind of touching stuff. Mm-hmm. This is deep. It's yeah, I know. Again, yeah, I know what time I'm it's been on. So they they end up at this touch uh, at this church uh, to pray to to pray to God. I guess not really because they don't like him in this series. Uh, they're in the midst of whoa, we got two bad gods. Uh, the Black Clover God is bad, and this God is bad. Oh yeah. Is there another series? I don't think awful, so. Awful one is basically God. No. So that's three. That's a stretch. He's literally turning back the hands of time to become younger. He's not no, God, though. He's a, he's a demon lord, man. Yeah, he's a demon, demon Perfect demon lord. lord body, bro. De- Isn't that not God? No, it's a demon no, lord. he's a perfect demon lord body. There's a yeah. difference. You don't worship okay. a demon lord. All right. God. I've been educated. Come yeah, on, he has the perfect demon lord body, man. He Come said on, it in man. the series. Come on, man. You know better. Right. <laughs> so we only got two evil gods. Yeah. Only two evil gods. Okay. So anyways, they're in the church and they start fighting. And if you're surprised, that's just as surprised Juiz was. She's like, whoa, what are you <laughs> doing, Victor? <laughs> Why are you trying to kill me? She's like, you... and he's like, listen, um, Basically, I love you, and I don't want you to suffer anymore. Look at me cry out of one eye. I'm so gangsta, I can never cry out of both. <laughs> but you're bringing me to my limit. <laughs> and I can't, I can't cry out of both eyes, so you must die. I won't, I won't see you suffer. Because I don't want to see you suffer anymore, I'm going to wring the fucking life out of your neck. <laughs> the life out of you by choking your neck. He's like, forget it, forget me, forget the struggle, just live on in in God's weirdo world. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he ends, as soon as he finishes his thoughts, oh, Josh, am I still here? Am I still there? Your video went down. I'm sorry, I just got a call. Mm-hmm. My bad. Brian disappeared, but it is what it is. I'm gonna continue. Um, like I said, Juice's injustice finally activated, and she said, uh. I see. So that is how you really feel, your vision of justice. And uh, Victor announced, mentions that, like, he was, you know, injustice never worked on him before. And she's, she's just, she, she understands where he's coming from, obviously. I know it pains her, but, like, she, he's, working. he's, he's, he's losing sight of the plan. He's, 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 he he's he insubordinate, you know. Mm-hmm. He's breaking protocol, so she had to stab him in the head. But remember, remember the artifact, and that's how the chapter ends. Yeah, and his hair becomes white, as we all know <laughs> and love. Oh yeah, no, this was a cool chapter, though, guys. I agree. Cool chapter. Uh, I guess I'll get into my thoughts. Obviously, this is a very n- not. Not indifferent for uh, for undead and luck, very tragic um, to see uh, Victor go through like so much and just like he doesn't go through the loop, so you know he lives through every end and beginning of the universe basically. So uh, he's lived through multiple, like we said, infinity like four times over at this point, um, and he's just like sick of watching Huis like just keep trying. Because it always fucks up and it always fails, and you know she should be allowed to live her life with a, like a full and and 
a life that ends without continuously traveling through time in order to make things right. That's not even her fault. Um, so yeah, I definitely understand where Victor's coming from and it is kind of a sad thing. Um, the, the origin of the card in his head is like something I never really thought about, but you know, I guess that was like kind of cool. You know, like the significance of the card. We only knew it as like the thing that seals his ultimate form and Victor away. Um, but right. Uh, the super Saiyan four. Yeah. But you know, to have, to make it to as convenient as it kind of is, uh, to give it a little bit of significance is actually kind of cool. Uh, and it makes total sense. It doesn't feel like an ass pull, although we, I, I guess I kind of implied it. Um, but yeah, no, it, it totally makes sense because Andy's a very different person strictly because he doesn't remember who he really is, which is Victor. Um, mm. but yeah, I, I think this was like really a compelling story and I, was never my favorite character. She always seemed kind of like bland, but this really did, uh, yeah. win, me, win me points in her favor, to be honest. Um, uh, their story is actually pretty cool and to, to, it shows a lot of strength on her character to kind of like it's time for you to move on <laughs> you know you know with uh with fuko for the most part she's like go find a new beacon of hope because it's not me you know that's how dedicated she is like yeah. she really is a writer mm-hmm. she sacrificed a lot of her life and then she sacrificed her own life she guaranteed she like she gave up on her pressing forward with her dream yeah. you know what i'm saying and put it in another person's hands and i know that was tough yeah and yeah those were i all just noticed she had short hair <laughs> at the time yeah but that's all i had to say uh, about it what did you think about this chapter josh i don't have much more thoughts honestly i feel like i expressed myself a lot while i was like covering the chapter yeah um i'm trying to skim through these pages to see if anything really stands out i just i think I think something. I think for all the emotional uh, baggage that that this series handles well and and, and, ex- and expresses, I feel like romance isn't this strong suit, and mm-hmm. I and it it wasn't that big of a deal prior. Cause I thought Andy and Fuko was kind of cute, if not like also weird like it's nothing weird about it i just can't help but think old man and young girl like it, it just, is i keep getting those vibes i keep well that's because like Foucault's like what like 19 or 20 or something like that something but like, like that. it's just still weird huh oh it's weird for sure it, it is weird so i can't i really can't there's just not that same feeling with them yeah you know i agree but, but but even aside from that, like just their relationship is just weird in general, you know. They're like Fuko gained an admiration and respect for him, and then grew feelings towards him. Mm-hmm. And Andy just kind of was like, you know what? I do love you. Nah. And you got some big titty. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> he never said that. But you know. But I mean, shit. I was thinking it too, so I know he was. <laughs> just, what can I say? Yeah. I got exposed three times in one one podcast. Yeah. Okay. Two twice for my Japanese culture ignorance, one for being a a a boobo, a boobo seeker a, of manga. A, a boobo seeker? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Josh the boobo seeker. That might be the name of it. 
<laughs> yeah, probably. I don't want to write it down. Boobo Seeker? How do you even spell it? Is it Boobano? Boobo, yeah. Yeah, that's the just, name of this episode. Just an O at the end. Boobo Seeker. <laughs> Boobo Seeker, Josh. I won't put your right. name in it. And, and Andy. I won't put your name in it. I'll just put Boobo Seeker. You want to implicate me? Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, those are my thoughts. Yeah, I mean, those are all mine. Uh, this was a this was a Andy really good chapter. Seeker. <laughs> yeah. And oh, oh, just making a point. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm making a point. Okay, I think that where something was lacking here is I would have loved to see Juice and Victor's romance fleshed out a little bit more. But I guess with more time, that would have been possible. And this honestly wouldn't have been the it. It wouldn't have been right for them to do it all at the end. I mean, I get it. They've known each other for so many loops and lifetimes. It's it's deep. I do get it. Mm-hmm. But. I wanted to see a little bit more. What else? Yeah, yeah. The I, scientist in that, the, the scientist dude and his girlfriend. That was kind of that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. I think that they just be... ended up together though. It was whatever. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, when when all said and done with undead unluck, that would be kind of like the main thing is that we didn't get to really see more. It always felt like it was moving fast. So. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, are you a boobo seeker? <laughs> You're on mute. Who isn't? Who? You're right. Who isn't? Who isn't? <laughs> anyway, I guess that's it for Undead Unluck. Uh, and uh, that's it for the week in general. That has been our show. Whew-wee! A lot of work. Uh, we won't have... We'll be down one with Chainsaw Man next week, so I guess our job is a little easier. Um, but, yeah, that's been our show. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening as per usual. Uh, you can find me at the Pearl on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram at NY Chillin on Twitter. Brian at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. And on Twitch.tv slash It's Punchline. Uh, he plays video games there. Follow him. Do the thing. Uh, you could email us in Jump. Oh, follow show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. We're also on TikTok. If you like that sort of thing, we're trying to get more active on there i suppose uh we're on that uh you can email us under jumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions suggestions anything you guys want us to talk about that would be pretty cool email us and uh we'll get to it uh subscribe to us on youtube please do that would be super cool very very nice every time i get a subscriber it's a little uh a little endorphin boost same with likes same with comments uh so check it out share it with your friends all that stuff uh, you could uh, also, if you prefer audio versions of the podcast, they usually go up first. And you can sub- subscribe to the audio version of the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And uh, that's, that's it. That is it. We will be back next week. Uh, thank you guys so much, as per usual. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Stay safe, New Jump Citizens. Peace out, guys. Thanks for listening. And Brian was right. Brian was right. He was right. He called it. <laughs>